Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. We are for the Garden Report. <laughs> it's nine o'clock somewhere in the world, John. We know that. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't um, think so, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've had, uh, you know, we we, uh, we we had some we had some difficulties pulling this together. Uh, you can imagine why Joe Sway is not here. Jimmy, hard at work. <laughs> Jimmy's got the hard hat. He's just getting home. He's taking off the hard hat, putting on the headphones. He'll be jumping on in a second. Um, Bobby Manning is in New York. Uh, had a nice Greek meal tonight. Uh, in uh, was it was it the that was a uh, West Side, right? East Side, West West Village. Oh, East. Well, that was East. Oh, okay, East I couldn't remember yeah. which one that was. Um, and uh, and he'll be covering the Knicks on site tomorrow, along with Joe Sway. Um, Sherrod Blakely and I will be holding down the fort from home. Uh, and Jimmy, like I said, he'll be here any second now. And we're going to get into our season preview and some silly, we call them predictions. Some of them are real. Some of them are uh, ridiculous. Uh, but, you know, some there's always a, like a germ of truth, even in the ones that are a little bit sillier. So we'll kind of break it on down now. But general theme of this team before we get into our specific predictions is there's to lose. It's a yeah. wa- it's a potential wagon. Yeah. Some other wagons in the league too. We're watching one right now, so I don't think they're one of one, but they're in that mix of call it two, three, four teams that have a serious chance this year. And you might rank them at the top. You might rank them number two, but the expectation is championship. Nothing short of that, maybe like a seven-game battle, will suffice for fans given the team they nope. have here. Nope, nope, don't care about seven-game ba- No. Oh, Winter so even punch. game seven Winter at the buzzer shroud. Bobby, I'm tired I'm tired of this This participation trophy mindset hell it's either championship bling or bust i don't want to hear anything in between yeah that's the I've whole seen, point i've is. seen i've seen bobby i've seen them look at the ring and damn near try it on and be like nah we're just gonna you know make eight turnovers in, in the in the pivotal game we're gonna have a sore wrist we're gonna be load managing in the playoffs no bobby no Championship bling or bust. I'm not uh, trying and, to anything. And, and here's why, Bobby. Yes, there can be other good teams there. And, you know, and that's not the point. You you, you can't get better than this. And you are in – I'm sorry. You know, we go over this a lot. This is the Jays' prime, the beginning of it. Um, so this is as good as it's going to get. You know, the, the veteran pieces you have on this team get older. Um, so, like – 
you know, like you've got a two-year window really to get this thing done. Yeah. And it starts now. And there's no excuse outside of a series of catastrophic injuries. And if that happens, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, no teams teams can survive uh, injuries to your best players. But if you enter the playoffs anywhere near full health with this team, uh, there's really no excuse at this point. This is a championship team. It's built to win, uh, as, uh, you know, as SS Austin puts it here. It's chip or bust. So, um, and that's that. What are your reservations, Bobby? And we'll get into our final predictions later in the show after we do some of the goofier stuff. But you know, what are what are your reservations here? Is it uh, is it about the team itself, or you're just so enamored with Denver and what they were able to do last year that you think that they're unbeatable? It's a little bit of both. It's more them, obviously, because you're not going to see the West until you get there, and the West is such a gauntlet that you look at Denver and say, "All right, they got to get through." That I expect them to, but you know, you'll see them in June if you see them. So that's the positive is that the real juggernaut here, this potential dynasty in Denver, is on the other side and something could happen and you may not see them. But yeah. it's all fixed my pause. And I've been thinking about it all day, last couple of days here. Like, you know, there's so much positivity around this team, there's so much hype and just everything's been awesome out of camp. Like what could cause I still have that tiniest bit of pause, and it's the Jays. Are they ready? Can they make the plays? Can they play with the consistency and the togetherness with the other players? We've seen the last couple of years, John, the problem hasn't been talent around them since 2021. They've had some awesome players around them. None this good, as you wrote in your preview, John. This is the best team since 08. They've become overwhelming with their talent here. Are those Are those centerpiece guys who are going to have the ball in their hands? Yeah. <laughs> He made so, it. Before Jimmy gets uh, gets in there, we, Jimmy, we're just kind of going around the she world said. here on, on the championship or bust, and we'll get into our predictions a little later. But, you know, we keep talking about 2008, best team since 2008, you know, talent-wise. I liken this yes. it, it, as a situation the same as 2008. 2009, though. They were still pretty good. Then. I'm saying when that team was formed, they had, a three, they had a three-year window to, to win. Yeah. K- KG doesn't get hurt. They keep winning championships. But, you know, again, that was their window. So 2008, it came together fast, and everyone was like, wow, I never expected. That's what they were brought together to do. They were brought together to win a title that year. This team's brought together to win a title this year. Uh, and if they don't, I'm going to bring it back to the Jays. Um, and, and and I think that's going to be the thing. I know a lot of people are going to put a lot of wow. weight on Joe. Sounds like you read my predictions. <laughs> <laughs> They'll put a lot of weight on Joe. And if they do falter, Joe, the Joe's going to feel it. But that's just because you can't really change anything else at this point. If it's not working with Joe at the helm, yeah, I could see a quick trigger. I think it would have to be disastrously bad for it to happen midseason. But like they Belichick fall short. Level. They fall short and lose second round conference finals. I don't think Joe coaches his team next year, regardless of how good a job he did or whether it was his fault. Because you've got to you got to maximize your opportunity. So that's where we're at with it, Jimmy. What do you? I know where what did you're I miss, at. fellas? That's it. We were kind of spinning our wheels uh, waiting for you uh, to get in there before we get into some of our other stuff. We're going to get into our um, our bold predictions in a little bit, but I'll let you kind of give it a little introductory introductory ramble yeah. if you want. Listen, season preview. So everyone kind of gave like their their just like just brief like synopsis of what championship or bust, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's okay. So yeah, I mean that's if you guys log on to see is it clns.com, Bobby's posted the um the article earlier today, we all put our predictions. Mine's simple. 
championship or bust. That's what I wrote, basically. I mean, you look at the roster. Tatum and Brown are in their prime right off the bat, right? Everyone's been saying, oh, like, we're, we're, they're at the point where we can say they're in their prime now, right? We're at the beginning of their primes here. So this, this is no, there's no more excuses for, like, they're not there yet. Listen, Jalen Brown just got a $300 million contract. He better be in his prime, right? So same with Tatum. He's going to get the same thing next year. So those guys are leading the charge. Brad Stevens, in my opinion, did everything he could and needed to do this offseason to put this team in a position to win a championship. And I will be disappointed if it's anything less. And I think if you're a Celtics fan, you should feel the same exact way. The excuses are gone. They're built to win a championship. They shorted up on the defensive end. They brought in a big guy in Porzingis. They got a guy who's won a championship before uh, in Holiday. Unbelievable trade that Stevens pulled off there um, right before the the uh, you know summer uh, season begins here. And yeah, are they a little thin on the bench? Sure, but look around the league, and that's probably they're probably not that far off. And there might be some guys that step up. Right, we're talking about Pritchard. Bobby's guy. I'm not even going to say his name. Um, the big man there. Yeah. Um, and there's a, a, a few guys in and out that I think are going to have to step up, obviously. Right. And then I think this is going to be a team that should be a number one or a top option for, and again, it's the buyout market, but there's usually one or two guys that might be able to help. And that might just be what they need. Yeah. They can't do buyouts. Can't do year. it this year. What? They went over the apron line. Oh, stupid CBA. All right, then. That's it. I take it back. They're not going to win a championship. You better that's find someone have. now. It's if over. they can't get the buyout guy, then that's that's the end of it. <laughs> no. It's gonna, Blake? It's gonna is bad. Blake in the Troy mix? Murphy's not walking through that door, Bob. Is that Damn. what you're saying, Jerry? Troy Murphy's not walking through that door. <laughs> Troy so no Murphy. championship. Oh, man. Blake. No. Give Blake a call. P.J. Brown. Yeah. I imagine we all feel that door. imagine we all – well, listen, we joke, but P.J. Brown and Sam Cassell, they were huge for that team. I'm not saying that – that was could Sam Cassell but... be huge for this team? Yeah, I think I think he's going to have to be. He could, be. but I, it sounds like we're all on the same page. It sounds like we all have very high expectations for this team. You have to, and if you're if you don't, and if you want to coddle them and and baby them along, then guess what? You're an enabler. That's, you're just no, an no. enabler, and and you don't have any spine. Yes, you so are. Right. Here's the thing: is this yeah, is a team you... built to win? Say it. They would all say it from top on. I'm like, we're. Our goal is to win a championship. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you thought any of the anger towards this team was justified over the last couple of years, and I know there are people out there like, come on, you know, they're, they're getting far. Look at four conference finals. No, everybody right. was angry in May. They might have calmed down a little bit. But, there but was I, I don't want to hear it anymore. No, if it's you over. Keep stacking, if you keep stacking the resume of Brown and Tatum with their conference finals appearances. I want you out of here. I, I don't want you. I don't want you in this room. Like, I don't want to do that again. Okay. It, we, we have to evolve. We got to grow up. Okay. Championship or bust. We all agree here. We're going to roll through some of our bold, some bold, some not so bold predictions. Love this. Yeah. Love this comment. <laughs> fact fact yeah yeah that's the garden report effect right there folks that's wouldn't, my dog be watching the garden report if that wasn't the case yeah all right we're gonna start with our bold predictions uh and, and again i'm calling this one bold because again we're talking <clears throat> about manning island here right like wow this is it's not a place you want to find yourself this you don't want to be on manning island and here it is let's put oh. it up on the screen Damn, um, you know with with Bobby, 
Sounded improbable to begin camp. I'm convinced Holiday could come off the Celtics bench at least for a portion of the season. He's arrived several weeks ago. Here we go. Got to take time. Bench roll gives him more time with the ball in his hands to connect with his new teammates. Is this like kindergarten? Like All those words, just to be wrong. To Imagine. <laughs> yeah. Late Imagine game that. ball handling makes sense to keep him in the role throughout the game, especially if the team has any doubts about Brown and Richard as second unit facilitators, which I think is fair. Uh, Missoula is going to start a lot of lineups and, and yada, yada, yada. And here we go. Um, so you're going to you're sticking with this one, huh? I have he to. He has to. I have to. <laughs> he has to. Now, I think over last week on the show, he 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 made that bed. Yeah, and it, it's it's gonna change, right? I think opening night, you try this. Maybe you try it for a couple of games here and see how it goes. But they want to have Horford and Porzingis together out there. And I know Sherrod wrote that you know he leaned with White. I I don't want to see White on the bench just because he'll put his hand up and say, "I'm all for this." Send me down. Take away shots from me. I'm the ultimate teammate. You need to emphasize him. You need to empower him because he was such a big part of the team last year. Bobby, I I think it's going to be just the opposite because he's going to come off with that second unit and look around and like, oh, there's no Tatum. There's no Jalen. There's no Przingis. Guess what I got to do, fellas? I got to take shots. I think having Derek White come off the bench is perfect this time around because they have more firepower when he is not – in the game now, they don't need him to be that guy. And if he's getting, if he gets a roll through the first three quarters of play, guess what? He's going to be on the floor down a stretch. He's still going to wind up playing like thirty or so minutes coming off the bench. And Drew Holiday starting fewer than fifty games. Drew hasn't. Drew, it's been a damn near decade since Drew had a season like that. Eight, the last eight seasons, Drew has started more than fifty games. Why in the world would that start now? Particularly when you're talking about a guy who is built to be the best on-ball defender in the NBA, which is something that you obviously, if you're the Celtics, you want that out there at the beginning of the game because yeah. that's the tone. That's what I said. I, I, I will say this. I, 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 I believe that this I, – I, if if Holiday doesn't not start that Hold first on. game, of that first stupid start. preseason game – what's up, Jimmy? I'm trying to figure out what you just said. If Holiday doesn't not start – yeah, it doesn't du- not should double couldn't, negative. wouldn't. Gotcha. Seriously, it, that first game when Holiday comes off the bench changes, and all of a sudden everyone lost their damn minds. Like and like, then this well, could it happen? Would it happen? That's crazy, right? And I think people like overdid it a little bit with the investigative aspect. Like I, I'm, I'm hearing maybe this could actually be a no. So it wasn't your suspicion, John? And I do, I do buy into this a little bit. The Al thing. Did they need time to get Al okay? Tell an Al. We're coming. I'm a hundred percent. Not a hundred percent. As a hunch, this isn't reporting. This is what we're guessing here. That's I strongly believe that. I really do believe this is the whole like Tatum is six ten thing, and like somebody heard it once and then they ran with it, and people believed it for three years. He's not. He's six eight. It was a joke. Like so is Holiday coming off the bench. It's a freaking joke. So like we got to move past it. It's never yeah. gonna happen. He's starting every game that he's healthy enough to play. Bobby, I mean, I feel like Derek White makes so much sense for like the reserve. It's the easy choice. Bench role. Oh, sometimes the easy choice choice. is the right choice. It's it's a smart choice. Yeah, you don't have to make it difficult on yourself. You have the best on-ball defender in the NBA. 
Yeah, let's let the opposing team's best players just get hot for the first six minutes and then put Drew hey, Holiday in. Hey, not a schmuck himself defensively. Down 12. He's not, but he's not Drew Holiday either. So Did you call him you, a schmuck? Yeah. Yeah. He's, 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 he's not at he's the not highest level. <laughs> but He's the opposite also, of a schmuck. Also, who, who's going to have <laughs> he's a... He's the anti-schmuck of schmucks. Yeah. Who's going to have a better connection with the bench guys? Drew Holiday, who hasn't played with him before. Or Derek White, who's... Has a well, that's part of my history. thinking, Jimmy, is that he hasn't played with these guys. He's been here a couple of weeks. He's still catching up, acclimating. He's had a few rough it's moments. It's basketball, in the Bobby. Season. You just go out there and play sometimes. And, and he's, and he's going to play a lot. This is what I told you when we went back and forth about this. It's still going to be 30-plus minutes. He's still going to close. It's just about the rotations and making sure you line up the two bigs together. I like White's minutes lined up with the starters. And you know, going back, I know you said he hasn't come off the bench a lot, Sherrod, but he has played a lot of games without Giannis and without Middleton yeah. out there where he's yeah. run well, the show off the bench. Well, let's or, stay you know, on Starting, this. of course, but we'll he's run the show Sherrod's. and he's done a great job. Let's switch to Sherrod's take, one of his predictions. Derek White will barely qualify as a reserve, but he'll come off the bench enough to be named the league's sixth man. That would lead me to believe we, we believe we play a, a fair amount of double big, if that's the case, Sherrod. Do you think that's in the cards? Yeah, I do. I, I, think Joe, I think Joe is going to dig his heels on the double bigs uh, as, a, as a group to go with extended minutes. I am not the biggest fan of the double bigs because I think that ultimately – we, as you the deeper you get into the season, the more it becomes apparent that that's just not going to get you a chip. Um, it's just not. It can get you some wins during the regular season and position you with a higher seat, but that's I don't believe that's going to be the lineup that's going to win you a championship. I think you're going to have to go more traditional. Uh, and Derek White is, I think, is that hybrid guy, the guy that's kind of like in the lineup, out of the lineup, in the lineup, out of the start lineup, uh, and that's okay. Derek, he's he's shown that he has the ability to frankly go back and forth and it not be an issue and that's my concern with having drew holiday not be a full-time starter or not be a full-time reserve i don't think drew at this point in his career is built to go back and forth you, you either make him a regular starter which i think he will be and i think he deserves to be that or you bring him off the bench and he is i don't think there's an in-between with him i don't think he can flow back and forth like Derek white can. he yeah. won't he won't have to Sherrod. This is just I know. This is I'm just not. filler. This is filler convo. It ain't happening. There's <laughs> just no happening. way. Joe Mazzula like, not going to put his job on the line. It's like, like talking about what you're going to do if you encounter a yeti in the woods. Like it's just not going to happen. Like why spend any time preparing or time for it? Because it's Bobby tough. brought the brought this to the table and damn it, we're going to eat. Bobby, so Bobby, you think you think they're going to have to eat this? Look, look at this one. Why is this even a debate? <laughs> Gerard, you think they're going to have one lineup mostly and it's going to be mostly White coming off the bench with this prediction? I think they're going to fluctuate uh, in part because of who they're playing and in part because of load management. There are going to be games where White's going to be in that starting lineup because they need to give Al a rest. They're going to okay. be guys where the matchup is going to be one that they feel the they people, need. The people have spoken. We are moving Next. on. Jimmy Toscano likes oh the little fella. He likes fast P. got to stick together. What a horrible nickname, Fast P. What, what, what did we decide That's not his nickname for me. It's friggin' the Boston P Party. <laughs> <laughs> Someone Boston in our P chat party. came up with that. That was great. My I'm not one. I'm not ever giving that one up. That's Boston P Party. In the write-up, I even said Boston P Party comes will be officially born. It's hard to explain to people, but it's great. Yeah, I think Pritchard, you know, does his thing, which is shoot threes. Going to have a much bigger role this year. He's going to get get enough burn and hit enough threes to get an invite to the three-point contest, which, let's be honest, it's not the most 
Ten uh, threes you know, per game for Pritchard in the preseason. Look at that. And so there you go. It's right there. I don't have to say it. Yep. I think he shoots well enough to go off the bench. Then he goes full pro-am mode at the event. He may not miss. And Boston's pee party is officially born. My only concern is that the three-point line is too close for him. And again, <laughs> my, my it's a bold is, prediction. There's definitely not that many L's in the word officially. A um, couple things we want to tell you once again. want to remind you about our sponsors here at The Garden Report. And again, FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. And snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel. If you haven't already, the season is well underway. We are in week four. Bobby Manning absolutely squoke one out against, oh, yeah. against, uh, against me uh, this weekend in our little fantasy matchup with the late Matt Stafford garbage time touchdown, but hey, you know, it was fun last week too. Betting the Dolphins, and oh my goodness gracious, the (laughs) amount of dough my friends made off of Dolphins props, parlays, and this and that. Holy wow! You all, you if you bet anything in that Dolphins game, you hit um last week so that was amazing but the offer here you can get a fan duel is uh you you know bet five get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed that's all you have to do is bet five win or lose you get that uh so if you've been thinking about joining go ahead and do it go to fanduel.com slash boston once again fanduel.com slash boston fanduel the official partner in the nfl and the exclusive wagering partner of the clns media network you have to be 21 and over here and present in massachusetts to take part in the deal hope is here if you have any sort of issues with gambling uh you can go to gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24 7 support as for that deal restrictions do apply the bonus bets expire in seven days check out terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com how many did i put in there was there was a few quite a few well, Bobby was supposed, to, Bobby was supposed like, to be the editor that was like jimmy after seven drinks officially <laughs> hear me out hear me out guys <laughs> he's gonna win the three-point contest listen it's a bold prediction all all to basically say that i think pritchard's gonna have a bigger role and i i know he's gonna have a bigger role obviously but i think he's gonna be effective for them off the bench and he's gonna hit those shots and he's the type of guy that will like actually try his ass off and win that competition if he's in it like he's gonna be right. taking taking shots like the week leading up to it you know well, so how does it make it no 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 hauser might, might might not make the team facts it, <laughs> you're waving hauser joe sway's waving cornet is just waving everybody yeah yeah i mean it's getting ugly let's uh let's let's move along um <laughs> to a to a Zanis prediction Oh, this should be good. This should be good. (laughs) No, we're just staying on theme here. Sam Hauser falling out of the rotation by December. I hope not, but damn it, I can't argue against you with this. I hope not, and here's my reasoning, and I'll put it on the screen again, and this is what I wrote. Uh, He needed to play last year. They needed shooting. They don't need it as much this year. They've got in their top six, everyone can shoot, and they're playing the bulk of the minutes. Assuming Holiday and White start, I will hear nothing else. You know, Pritchard's the first guard off the bench, so that's seven. You got other options of guys who can shoot and well enough on their own. There'll be minutes available. Dude, you're giving away my prediction. For more capable defenders like Lamar Stevens, eventually Jordan Walsh, <laughs> Hauser will legit have to shoot 50% from three to justify his, his spot in here. Not saying he won't, but my fear with Hauser is it's going to very much be a, okay, here's a couple minutes. 
I missed my first two shots. You don't see him again for the rest of the night. I don't think he's an automatic staple in that rotation. I think he's very movable. And if he's not shooting like blistering pace of three, I don't know that he's got a set role on this team. I don't think he's the automatic eighth guy here. No, there's guys who can do it. Like, and again, let's, let's throw out the other, the best defensive rating garbage. Like we know what Hauser is a defender. I don't think he embarrassed himself, but he's certainly a liability. He's certainly someone teams are going to hunt the strategy on whether or not hunting a player is a good strategy or not is obviously debatable because you can take yourself out of your rhythm and you know, you get really one dimensional and everybody knows what's coming, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not feeling Hauser as much this year. Well, the problem John with, with, with Sam is that he literally steps on the floor and has one primary job to do, knock down open shots. That's that's If he does that consistently, he has nothing to worry about. But even when, as you pointed out, John, they needed someone to be a reliable shooter, he was inconsistent at best, and that's being very generous. His numbers might look really good, but if the eye test tells you a completely different story, he was some nights he was incredibly hot, other nights he was just a non-factor, and yet the shot profile was essentially the same. So I I hate the idea that he's going to be out of the rotation, but he's going to be out of the rotation. He's going to play his way out of it. I wonder how much they'll lean on him just because they're so familiar with him, having played him 80 games last year. I don't think how that long... matters because I don't think they really wanted to play him that much. I mean, like, I think... But is anyone else off the bench you're really excited to pivot to? I mean, it's Spies not excited, enticing, but, but... It's not I exciting, want to get him shots. There's yeah. options. The thing is here is when you talk about deep bench, no, they don't have a deep bench in the sense that like Grant was someone who, again, theoretically you thought you could count on, even though he played him his way out of the rotation last year. But you don't feel solid like, yeah, 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 yeah. These first eight, absolutely. Like Hauser's not that guy. It's not cemented by any means. So he's no more spectacular or no more of a fixture than any of the other guys they brought in, all of whom, many of whom, Played actual minutes on other teams last year. What's pl- what? Why is he, he has playing? a slight leg up on them with the shooting? That's what I'm not sure about. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. Uh, I mean, he's been forty percent every year of his career going back to college. Now he is. Yeah, you know, through Maine. But you're, you're not going to get that from Svee. Br- Brissett shoots close to that clip as well. You know, like you have other guys who can also shoot it. If that's all he's doing, shooting around forty percent, is he doing enough else? To justify no. being and, on the court. And what you're looking at is last year there was that two month stretch where he shot like twenty eight percent from three. It wouldn't have lasted that long if you had the options this year. So that's where I think you'll be right. But I think they'll always lean toward him when push comes to shove and everybody's available. And you know, I don't think he'll get too lost here. I don't think any of these other guys are gonna take that position and run with it. I do love Lamar Stevens as a hustle energy guy. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, other than that, if we'll see Shvi, it's it's going to be a struggle for him defensively. I think even more so than Hauser. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Lamar that's gets you, yeah, Lamar gets you easy points because of his effort, uh, and he's a good defender. He had so. a really nice preseason. Okay, yeah. we're, we're we're switching it back to Bobby Malcolm Brogdon uh, becomes the most missed uh, departure on the team, more so than Rob, more so than Smart. Interesting. What's your what's your yeah, rationale? Very here? very bold because you hated Brogdon. You hated well, him. I didn't hate him. I said all year his consistency. You said I hate him. I and hate you him. hate. You said you hated his you, family. Yeah and yeah. No, that is and not. And you hate Holiday. <laughs> yeah, you hate guards. Malcolm, to, we'll let you Malcolm talk. to me. The fact that he's probably going to get traded somewhere in the season this year. 
makes him a bigger threat. And who are the teams that could use a guy like that? Philly, Miami, especially so. Now Miami's going to have to go back to Portland and deal with them, which seems unlikely at this point. But if they do go out there and get him, which can't cost much more than Lowry's salary and a draft pick maybe, this is a guy who scares you on the heat, right? Especially with some motivation to go out there and beat you in a series after you traded him and all the rest. I, this is something I think is very feasible here. And guys, I want to get to the end of this how, prediction. How many times have we? How many times have we said it? Has nothing to do with Brogdon, but he had to put that in there. <laughs> I want to get to the end of that one. Somehow many, you snuck in a Grant Williams revenge game into this. Yeah. How many times have we said? If you see Miami on the other side of a playoff series, forget all the talent the Celtics have stacked up now and all the changes they made and all the things that he lost, you're still going to be scared, aren't you? No. No. You're not going to end – Jimmy, you're going to go into year. a series with the Miami Heat after what we watched the last couple of years and say, yeah, they'll it's a different. Se- it's a different Celtics team. If they're healthy, right. I'm, t- I'm riding with the Celtics. Right. Also, I'm, not, I'm too scarred by the past. Listen, Bobby, I get it. I, I I refused to pick this Celtics team for as many years back as you want to go because I didn't trust their DNA. But I think there's some guys that they've added. Mix it up a little bit. I'm not saying the guys that left were the problem, but you switch it up. The talent's there. They got a guy who's won a title. He's a leader. They got a guy in Porzingis who is modern-day uh, Kevin Garnett. Better than Kevin Garnett whoa, as best. Whoa, 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 Jimmy, slow down. <laughs> this is it now. A couple, whoa, whoa, whoa. A couple preseason games. This is the bold prediction, right? He knows what he did. He knows a couple what he preseason did. games. What the a, hell just happened? Jimmy's, Jimmy, you better get a ticket the right next cook. to John with the towel and start waving it. <laughs> this is why I'm going all in on him this year as opposed to uh, – and the heat, Bobby, yeah, the heat – out toughed them last year they wanted it more than them i just don't know i'm not ready to say that that's the case i'm not going to say that's the case until the playoffs start and I'll, I'll make my my assumptions at that point but i don't think they're going to miss malcolm brogdon because they got drew holiday so i don't know it's not about it's not about oh we shouldn't have done this i know it's but a- bobby you can't have everything right like it's almost like i want the thing in the store but i don't want to pay for it you know like is do you want it or not it's called like, stealing you, you did. You it. did. You you can't have J- Holiday and Brogdon and Rob and Kristaps like somewhere along the line. You had to. So if you like the thing you got better, you can't say that I'm going to miss the thing I gave up. Like then it doesn't work that way. Like well, the look other- at the Bucks. The Bucks got Damian Lillard, and they're going to love him. But when they see Drew Holiday on the other side, they're going to be like, oh. But that's how you analyze good trade, bad trade. You can't say I wish I had both. Right. So the Celtics, we'll see how it goes. You know, like if, if Brogdon's a major contributor to Miami and he helps them beat you, you won't regret it at all? No. He's not even on Miami. He's not even on Miami. <laughs> We're making so many leaps here. <laughs> Sorry for being bold. I no, go I like easy it. Last there's year. bold and then there's delusional. No, it's not that. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, how about this? Forget about Miami. If I, if I said Tatum MVP, it would have been old. Not bold enough. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, let's 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 assess it this way. You actually think of all of the people that they'll miss. Brogdon's kind of because somebody put it in the comment. Brogdon's kind of instant instant microwave scoring off the bench, right? Which it's I think something was you don't valuable. Have. Yeah. That's something I don't. I think you will miss that. 
that second unit scoring because Brogdon carried it at times versus Rob's defensive versatility versus Mark Marcus Smart's smartiness, you know, like yeah. everything that he brought. Which of right. the three, which of the three is the thing that the team will miss most? Forget about placing Brogdon in Miami. Just which which of those things that they had last year? Smart's grit, Rob's defensive presence, or Brogdon's instant offense? Well, which, you, have, you, have, you have Holiday and Smart's place, so you feel good about that. So I think you negate Smart almost completely yeah. with, if, with Holiday, if, 100%. If, if Horford has the same year he did last year, I think he fills what Grant brought to the table. And I wasn't I mean, even considering Rob. Brant, Brant. Yeah. And ooh, Rob's a good one. Yeah, you re- I think Rob's thing is, a guy. Porzingis is post defense, I do believe, and I think that's up for debate. But I, I love what I've seen from him in that role. I, so I think it's fair to say Brogdon's offense, that instant offense, was a thing. If Payton can't be consistent in that role, he's the, because he's the yeah. only. Here's the thing: he was the only other guy outside of the. The the reason it's not is because all of those guys are in the starting lineup now. But he was the only guy, and again, he shot forty four percent from three. Obviously, it's not days. youth league basketball. You're not subbing in five for five, so there's still going to be some starters on the floor with him. But Brogdon, kept, Brogdon made it so. Here's Brogdon's value. He made it so you could have a one J off and have the whole offense not tank. Whereas right. it, before Brogdon, that was a huge issue. Where if uh, when one J was missing, it was a disaster uh, offensively. The reason I don't think it's going to be as bad this year is because you're just going to mix and match differently, and there'll always be one of White, Holiday, Chris Stapps. Bre- there's always going to be two of those guys on the court almost at all times. Plus, so it, it won't matter as much. It's not going to fall just on Pritchard to play the Brogdon role. That B unit is going to have two is going to have Porzingis and and Brown along with whatever, and that's going to be able to give you enough offense. So I don't think you'll miss it as much. That's my that's my thing. It's that question of depth versus the top heavy approach you've gone with here, and I think it's easy to say the top end talent's going to prevail, and you'll figure out the rest down below, but. If Pritchard yeah. struggles this year, you will be saying, "Oh, geez, yeah. that was a spot Brogdon really held down last year." Speaking of which, oh, all those six moves, man of the year, all those moves were already made. Sherrod thinks Brad Stevens executive of the year because they really can't do anything anymore. That means the work is done. They can't. They don't really have anybody to trade or flexibility to trade at this point. Uh, yeah. They can't sign anybody. They can't do anything else. So Brad. Brad's like that sales guy. Brad's chilling. He freaking hits his number in January. And goes <laughs> golfing. Goes yeah. golfing for eleven months. Yeah, Brad, Brad can go on vacation done. now. One big that's sale. I hit my number. I'm out of here, guys. I'll see you later. And that's it. You know. He nailed it. He nailed it. Absolutely. That's nailed so it. true. That's the perfect. That's the perfect comparison. He should just. He can, the difference would be if it Speed all up. falls apart. Yeah. Exactly. The, yeah. But there's not much you can do maneuverability. But at this point, you're right. If this, I mean, this is how it ends, Sherrod. If he did it already, he did the pre-2008 swing the he big did three the trade. He did it, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you look back at the way last season ended. Brad and did the dub. Yeah, a couple things jumped out. The fact that they didn't have an alternative as a stretch big, and they could have used a little bit more of an impact player in the backcourt. And what does Brad do? He goes out and gets Drew Holiday, you know, arguably the best two-way point guard in the NBA. Uh, and then he goes out and asks for Zingas, a seven-foot-three. You know, the he was a unicorn before Wimby uh, and before, mm-hmm. you know, Chet in Oklahoma City. Porzingis was that guy. And so he addressed their biggest needs. Is in the that guy. Right. And then he started, you know, and then he added some some fringe players. And, and again, Peyton Pritchard, I think, is, is going to be one of those guys that if this team was a championship – 
and we start talking about the guys who really elevated their play, Peyton is going to be one of those guys. And we're, and then you're going to start thinking about the contract that Peyton signed and how sweet a deal I think if he's able to play even close to what I think he's capable of, that's going to look like a major, major, uh, you know, team-friendly deal. So Brad absolutely is, is uh, to me, as we start the season off, I would have to say he would be the front runner. Uh, if this team at the end of the day is where they're supposed to be, which is playing in the NBA Finals, yeah, I think Brad will be the executive of the year. It's hard to argue. It's hard to argue he hasn't already done it, right? Who would be right. close? Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey. Oh, yeah. Morey's done a great there. job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, guy, guy Milwaukee, so maybe. Lloyd, Lloyd blows up and they, they top seed. But, yeah, yeah it's not uh, a ton of right, Jump it along here. Xanis. Uh, uh, Good Zanis prediction. Guy. Three Celtics make all NBA. None of them are Jalen Brown. Oh. Tatum, Brown, Porzingis. What? Wow, that's bold. Now, remember, it's positionless this year. I know. Makes it a little harder for Porzingis. So you but... got Tatum, Porzingis, and Holiday making yeah. it? But I did this as a bait and switch. I actually don't think it's, <laughs> sl- I don't actually think it's slander, uh, nor do I think uh, it's an indictment on Brown. I actually think for the oh. first time ever, Brown will be – he won't be asked to do too much because he won't need to do it. Okay. That's kind of my, so I feel that's kind of my point is, so it's again, good. They just gave I, I, I ask everybody less. to go back, go to basketball reference, look at Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce's stats in 2007 yeah. on their three respective teams. Uh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> then, then go to 2008 and look at the stats on his on birthday. And look, yeah, I'm sorry. There's another one in there too. Um, there's another brown. Yeah, I was oh, I was going to do sure four of them. But um, <laughs> I got a brown all one. of them. Their shots went down. Like I said, how many shots a game do you think Paul, uh, Paul Pierce and Ray Allen averaged in 2008? Twelve. 13, 13 and a half. Yeah. Way down. Everybody's up in the night. There, everyone was a star. Brown doesn't need to be that. Uh, so. It's one of two things here. He he embraces this role, plays a much cleaner, more efficient version of what he's capable of. Doesn't doesn't end up on second unit islands by himself with a bunch of nobodies around him as the only guy who can possibly score. Have the entire defense key on him. Put him in a position where he's just got to dribble the air out of the ball and drive it into nowhere because he's the only guy out there who has any chance of creating offense. He won't have to do that anymore. He gets to just be Jalen, but 21-22 point Jalen might not be good enough to make all NBA and all-star teams because those numbers aren't going to be there like they were the year before. So the numbers might dip, but he might be an overall better player. That's do you think take. he'll have the ball in his hands in those second unit situations? Well, that's why didn't I think go well last year. I think there's going to be. I think he's always going to be with. No, it doesn't. And teams, you know, that's when that's when you, Miami's like, zone it up. You know, like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> second, the second that happens. So no, I don't think they'll put him in that position. But I don't think they have to because again, you're always going to have a couple of guys. It's going to be him and White or him and Holiday or him and. You know, somebody else in there where he's not going to have to be the only guy. Could be Holly. What if, what if Jalen's your sixth man? <laughs> I like Whoa. it. Whoa. Whoa. Anchoring the bench unit, scoring Today, all of their points. Jimmy, you should have written that one. That would have been a bold as F prediction. 
That would have been. But John, I, I see. I see. I get why you're. I get why this is a bold uh, take of yours. I get it. I see what you're saying. I actually wrote something somewhat similar on a different prediction of mine, where yeah. I just think he's not going to be tasked to do the thing that he does so well. Which I mean, I, I don't know. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? You just gave him 300 million because he can do that one thing really well, and now he doesn't have to do it as much. So I don't know. I I. I want to see it all. I want to see a few games of this lineup, and I want to see how he fits in. And I think Bobby, you mentioned it. Like, all eyes are going to be on him and how he kind of fits into this whole into this whole thing. Yeah, no, he's he's the guy who I think has to sacrifice the most. You know, so look at Porzingis; they'll be targeting him. This could be a little Ray Allen syndrome here. Like, Allen sacrificed, Mm -hmm. but he didn't love it. Um, He didn't love it. Right, no. and then he got, and then he got blackballed in the end. And everybody's yeah. saying right now, sacrifice, which, which sacrifice, goes to my sacrifice. other Jalen Brown prediction. Jalen Brown does oh. one vague, rambling, <laughs> head scratching interview. Media will be blamed for taking. Will be with CLNS context. <laughs> I have a feeling it won't be with us. Um, <laughs> Probably. Is that is that bold enough? I don't know if that's bold enough. Unless unless you think he. Might do more than one. No, nah, he got the contract. He's he's not going to do it, is he? It's not. It's a. I don't know. I mean, certainly can see it happen. He did it do two last year. One less than he did last year, so an improvement. Underappreciated. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't obviously wouldn't be about. He wouldn't be talking about like contracts, or it wouldn't be talking about what I'm worth and this stuff. But that's the thing about Jalen Brown now is he's been able to use that as like motivation and a lot of guys thrive off like that sort of negative negativity and they they use that as motivation what's he going to use for motivation now that that he's got that i'm not saying that he won't be motivated but i'm interested to see what what's going to get him going because he got paid i mean he people you can't say that he's not worth it or that people don't think he's worth it what do you get right there shouldn't be any there shouldn't be any individual aspirations on this team that rise above the teams like what does anyone well, that's here every, left that's have to prove everything Bob. in fact i know you're putting the focus on brown here john but to shift it over to tatum is the mvp a big thing for him this year joe said a couple weeks ago i bet if you asked tatum he'd rather win a championship than mvp i hope so that's uh, pretty standard you know, for really good players to win a championship. I, I don't think that's supposed to be like a, that's a rhetorical question, right? Like, yeah, you know. So uh, he, he, that's been the messaging out of camp so far. Unless everybody's like ready Harden to sacrifice. Everybody's ready to take less shots. But I think for the guys who you expect to do that, it's a given. Like Porzingis is, we saw him take less money on the contract. We saw Holiday. You know Holiday's going to sacrifice. You know White's yeah. willing to sacrifice. That's the whole point. Is yeah. the question comes down to this? On it's this. the Jays. Like, does Will do the, the Jays. Jays still have to get theirs to be happy, or are they going to be happy with less? Which is to say, like, it's a waste of all of the talent that you have if these guys are putting up 21, 22 shots a game still. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it's not the most efficient. You're not maximizing what you're getting. You're reducing players that can do a lot more to, to, to less. And that doesn't make sense if they accept it. And that's the thing is it's harder to win MVP like KG. 
You know, like that's hard to do what he did in 2008 to take to take less and to still be the man. You know, like it's harder to win mm-hmm. MVP when you're part of like, you know, the whole, you know, like an ensemble cast. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll be an adjustment for these guys. They've been running the show for a couple of years here, and the other guys have fallen in line. And it does it does worry me a little bit, Jimmy, because some of these new guys, and it started when they acquired Porzingis with Brad saying, you know, sometimes the best thing you can do is just yeah. try to fit in here. And, you know, Drew's talking about, yeah, it's all about the Jays, and, you know, we're just going to try to help these guys out. You should be coming in here trying to make an impact, and they should be trying to empower these guys and make them the best but yeah, players on the court on any given we, night. For those who were like really focused on the 2008 season, KG was the freaking MVP of the league that year, but he didn't have the numbers to be MVP of the league that year. So Kobe gets it because he's got big, sexy Kobe numbers. You know, like it's hard to be an MVP and be part of a complete team where there's a a, a bunch of buy-in and sacrifice. So if we're sitting here and we're having these conversations about, well, I hope Paul Pierce is telling them and they're going to soak it in of what all of this stuff is. And well, I guess we'll see, right? Because that's important. Like it doesn't. I think that's got to be part of that message, though. It does. It, it, I, I hope so. It just it doesn't work if that message isn't kind of taken in. If the attitude is like, I actually look forward to having to do less and incorporating more of my teammates here because now you've you have to be able to have trust in 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 this supporting cast because it's the best one they've ever had. And I do think right. they'll and do I'll, a good job with it. I do. I'm hopeful. That's why I put the first thing. He might not make all NBA, but be a better team. Uh, another prediction we're certain is going to come true. Um, Chris Stapps Porzingis saves oh, yeah. a baby um, from a burning building. Mm-hmm. Very, very dangerous situation. Yeah, this is exactly. But then he on his way to the garden and he still does his thing. 25, 10 and seven. That's just the kind of guy I think the Celtics. Seven blocks. For. Seven blocks, seven assists. Yeah, I guess I wasn't specific. It could be seven blocks. Um, maybe he goes seven blocks and seven assists. But bottom line is, and it's, it's all right here, he's Kevin Garnieri, Bird, sprinkling a bit at Steph Curry. I think that really explains Chris Stapp's Porzingis uh, as best as I could. I hope you um, bought another towel for Jim, John, for Jimmy John. When it's when all over, he'll have his number retired, a statue outside, and little Latvia neighborhood carved out of the <laughs> north end. There's a little corner of the north end that's not really put to good use, or I think they could really make something happen there. And, you, um, you need to get season tickets, Jimmy. You're the, moment, the amount of moments, the Sherrod. How many? How many? How many moments per hour? Does Sherrod rub his head like, why am I doing this show with these people? I was so close. I was so close to being with you, Jimmy. And then you did the – You like little Latvia? KG, the, the KG, Larry Bird, Steph Curry, Sprinkle Sunday thing. And when then you, you got little Latvia in, in the North End. Oh, Jimmy. When you come from like Charlestown in the North End, and instead of going right to the TD Garden, you go left. Like that whole corner of the North End, like – they're their they're, they're apartments. They're con- like you could make a little something cultural. Little we're Latvian. all having we're all having friggin' bacon buns, Latvian bacon buns. Well, here. so you eat in the yeah. North End, you drink in Little Latvia because they're big on beer in Latvia. A lot of people don't know that, but I did some research and um, homeschooling. I, have, I know homeschooling paid off right there. I, I have a feeling. Listen, bottom line is I think Porzingis is going to be unbelievable. He I've just has to enough. stay healthy. I've seen he enough. He does look great. He really does. He. He's appointment. He's borderline appointment television, as far as I'm concerned. So, I'm locked in. I'm 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 riding that bandwagon all the way through Little Latvia down Hanover Street, looping around. I'm talking about the championship parade. 
Uh, the close, right. Yeah, with, with Porzingis in the first one. And the trophy back to so. life, yeah. I mean, he's in a great situation, Jimmy. We talked about this. Knicks to start his career, terrible. The Mavs situation was all screwed up for a number of reasons. Washington's Washington. Yep. And then now he's on a team as a third, fourth option here that's going to be open all the time and drawing attention to himself to free up other guys. You really okay. see why they targeted him and made him a priority. Uh, he's a great fit, but and they and they already extended him. He, they might that might end up being a, an absolute steal signing from Sherrod's GM of the year, right? And that was the reason I didn't love the trade at the time. It was an expiring contract, but they got a team friendly deal, and mm-hmm. he looks he looks fresh. He does, but it's a long season. We'll see how they manage him. We'll see how yep. he holds up. Like we said, John, every time he falls to the ground, it's going to be scary. Every time he goes up, but it's not like Rob. Um, who doesn't John, know where you, yeah. you must be a Porzingis guy now. And like Rob, you just said Rob, but I know that your thing says I miss Rob, but I think Porzingis is going to make everybody forget Rob. It might even make Rob forget Rob. Does Rob even know what's going on out there in Portland? I heard that he's not even playing. Is that true? He's ready for opening night. Which is, is he? Interesting. We'll see. I'm going to be keeping a close eye on Rob. Speaking of odds, I, yeah. I caught it a week ago and it surprised me. Celtics are only two and a half tomorrow. Now they're up to three and a half, which is probably a little more fair, but that would be a little bigger in their favor. Yeah. Yep. Knicks might play them tough tomorrow. We'll see. It's a road game. It's a lot of emotion going in. Madison Square Garden. The place is going to be rocking. You, know, you oh, never yeah. know. These first right. games are let's, – Let's get into a couple more. Bobby likes Banton to, to be the surprise backup wing here so this kind of plays off of my hauser thing i mean that's got those minutes got to come out of hauser's end right yeah and he's got to hit shots right to narrow that gap he's which not has really been a massive challenge for him yeah, that's yeah he hasn't even that. come close to 30 percent. so you know joe's couched his praise of him a little bit it's the bit. shooting that worries me there yeah but, you're looking but for he plays some backup point too yeah so that's where maybe, I, that's where i see him getting some minutes there when you're worried about it being pritchard and you want a little more length because he's coming in at six seven and granted, preseason, but in that Knicks game on the road against the Knicks starters, he played quite a few minutes with starting caliber players on the Celtics, mixed in well. He's talked about how he showed up a month or two early to learn this offense and all the screening motions, and he's really trying to be a guy who frees up other players with the way he moves on the court. Nice cutter. Uh, again, he's just going to get better at finishing at a higher rate, both inside and out, but can defend in a bunch of different schemes. He obviously played pretty much every defense up there in Toronto. I, You know, one thing always catches my eye every camp, John. Last year it was Derek shooting. This year I've really had my eye on Banton here. I might be getting a little bit ahead of myself, but I, I've liked what I've seen, and Joe has really praised him, which yep. sticks out to me. Yep. Uh, moving on to Sherrod. Sherrod thinks Celtics top five in offense and defensive rating. Sherrod, you do not think the defense slips despite losing Smart and despite losing Rob. No, I and I I felt that it would when it would appeared as though that they were just going to run it back with Derek White as like the premier perimeter defender. But adding Drew Holiday it, to me is a domino effect. How about team. number one? Number one in both? Hell no. That'd be bold. <laughs> Hell no. Phoenix, Phoenix Suns. Okay. Yeah, they're going to score a ton of points. They're gonna, yeah, yeah it, and they're not defending, so – yeah, you're, they're not going to be number one. I could see the Celtics' number one defensive rating. I could see that. 
Um, I see that too. Yeah. I I just think the Celtics are just going to be very impactful at both ends of the floor because they got the kind of personnel that takes a tremendous amount of pride at both ends of the floor. They've got guys who love the score. We've seen them for a few years now. Now they've got guys who can defend at a high level and impact the game at that end of the floor. And that's not just something that they want to do. It's something that they have to do. It's in their DNA. And that's why they're going to be one of the top five teams in both of those categories. Okay. Jimmy likes Al Horford to knock down 50% I love of his this. threes this year. 50. If he right takes two of them, he's going to make one. 50. 50. He's going to be parked at the three-point line starting tomorrow, and he may never leave. He might not take a two-point shot. I love that part of your season. prediction. It's true. Why does he have to? He's not going to ever have to leave. He's not going to ever have to even look at the paint. He's going to be wide open. Here you go. Oh, you said it. You guarantee he never takes a two-point shot again. Ever. Ever for the rest of his career. It's a bold prediction, boys. But <laughs> I'm pretty confident. But look at the – I mean, just look at the difference. How we, I mean, we've mentioned it past seasons, but he's just completely changed his game. I mean, what did I say here? First seven years of his career, he took a total of 29 three-pointers. Last year alone, he took 325. It just goes to show you how he's adjusted and adapted to today's NBA game, and that's why he's still playing basketball today when there are other, other big men in the league aren't, and they can't, and they never will again. So credit yeah. to him. But he doesn't have to – I mean, I'm obviously exaggerating, but the way the Celtics are going to be out there – He's going to be the guy that's being left open. You know, if he's out there with the rest of the, you know, let's say the four other starters are out there and him. I mean, what are they going to do? Leave leave Tatum, Brown, Porzingis, and Holiday? No. Leave White? Right. No. How Alfred's going to be standing in the corner, stretching the court, and he's going to get the ball in a nice kick out. He's going to hit the corner three 50% of the time. That's my prediction. Another reason he might want to start him. You might. But he can do that off the bench. It doesn't matter who's out there. He can still do that. Okay. I'm throwing out one of mine. Celtics start hot, like 21 and 5 hot, like last year, and start to fade. They um, fade. Why? That is – why? Because you are John Zanis. Uh-huh. Because you are John Zanis, and that's just a classic bold bold prediction by you. Yeah, it's a jerk. I'm a jerk. <laughs> why, why do they fade? What, scheduling or something? Boredom. In-season tournament. Bo- boredom. <laughs> Best team in this year. Not close. They came in serious. They're focused. Best team in the NBA and play like it. They'll get bored and they will drive us insane. And there's going to be a lot of we need to quotes spoken in the post game. Fans will uh, somehow blame. Will there Marcus be a traffic Smart. excuse? Yeah. Please don't let that happen again. Fans will blame Marcus Smart and look to trade him. Um, <laughs> true. true. I'm not. I don't actually know whether that's true or not. I'm only throwing it out there for the for the purpose of this discussion. Sure. Like this is the Joe kind of portion of things. I don't know what's going to happen with Joe, but I do wonder, like they might get, they might roll people. They might get bored. You might get stuck. The early season <laughs> schedule. Isn't that tough? <laughs> it's not tough. It's an easy ramp up. And I feel like it's going to be like just a three point, you know, Boston pee party at the garden, by the way, bring, you know, let's go like bringing this one up, by the way, this is Amit's first uh, graphic that he made for us. Oh, that's legendary. I love yeah. that. I like graphic. it. The old one. The old we'll be bringing that up. Too, we'll be bringing that up. 
I but like this one. I still think they rebound, play well in the last 20 games, and everybody gets their uh, whatever back. <laughs> but I think we're going to have a little maddening period in the middle, that soft middle, where everyone's going to be like, what the – what is going on with these guys? Get to the, to the Jays. You know, something's going to happen there where it's going to get frustrating because um, I can't believe they're going like – they're not going to win 70 games, are they? Are they going to go no. start to finish and win 67 games? Here's the problem is – I don't know. I don't know if they have that killer They killer won 57 games that. last year, and it was a maddening season, right? Like yeah. annoying as hell because they got off to that start. Then they, then they were mid for 40 games, just like, you know, kind of this one. Like – do you see them winning 60-something games? Because if they have a season like last they, season, it's going to be annoying. They've reflected on this a little bit, John, what do you got, too. Jimmy? It's, it's... <laughs> and it'll be a good thing. It'll be better than, uh, better than the alternative. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and that's a good thing, and here's why. <laughs> that's a good, but it would it would have been a good thing, and I was right about Kemba. We don't know that for sure, but <laughs> yeah, uh, they they've they've yeah. talked a lot about this, John. Right? I'm kidding. It's a good started. conference. There will be competition. A lot of it has to do with the schedule as well. It's not that easy. Is if it you have, loaded? If you have Al Horford's back to backs, if you have load management, even though you're not allowed to have load management um, games. Yeah, you could run into some problems, some difficulties there as well. Who's going to give you problems in the East? Box, obviously. What, the Knicks are going to be kind of feisty. Uh, I mean, the Heat are always there. We're talking about the same teams. I mean, who else? The, the Bulls are going to beat you as always. Sixers aren't even going to field a freaking roster this year. Uh, I mean, what? Like, who? I no, it's a relatively East... weak conference. You have yeah, a handful of layups here, stats. too. And I mean, John, they reflected on this. It's why they institute a new defenses. It's why they have a lot of different looks that they can go to offensively now. They Joe pretty much said it. They got stale last year after that twenty-one and five stretch, and they really didn't have much else that they could go to. The shooting, I think, made them a little one-dimensional. And he's even talked about shaking that up: more transition, more aggressiveness on defense to force steals, uh, and. They'll do some post-ups too. Tatum, ton of post-ups in the preseason. Porzingis, mm-hmm. obviously a lot of talk about that coming in. And Holiday is going to post up too. So they have different things they can go to this year that I think will lend itself to more consistency during the regular season. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, we're going to throw in one more. We talk about um, – Do I have any left? Uh, yeah, yeah, but I'm going to fold your last one into, into something else. Um, the okay. uh, Where's the last one I wanted to throw out there? Um, talk about Zanis playing the hits. I'm rolling one back from last year, Bobby. We, we can't not <laughs> have a Cornette one. Oh, yeah. There he is. Cornette has more DNP CDs than games played. Bobby's crying. Look what you made him do. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. And it didn't last year, by the way. It was it wrong. It did not. Wow. I talked to Luke the okay. other day. Yeah, how would that go? <laughs> A lot of confidence, a lot of assuredness. He's not worried about the competition. He thinks, you know, he's going to continue to do what he does, add on low layers, you know, more aggressiveness off the ball, the rebounding, and try to do a better job with that. But what he does helped this team last year when he played. And he's matchup dependent, of course. So I, like many others, do have worries about the bench depth if they have an injury. But if everyone's healthy, Cornette can give you those 8 to 12 minutes (laughs) off the bench. Yeah, I didn't say MVP. All right. Yeah, we're done messing around, right? We're done. We're done. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put this one in. I'm going to transition from Jimmy. This was one of Jimmy's. Jalen Brown is your mother effing NBA Finals MVP, which means. Suck it, Brown haters. Suck it, Brown haters. Which means Jimmy is predicting this. That's a fact. I am. I said it off the top of the show. Suns. Yeah, toss the Suns in there, switch it up. But I think the Celtics, again, I'm not going to repeat myself for the next five minutes, but they're they're built to win a championship. It would be foolish of me to not, therefore, predict that they win the championship. And honestly, they should feel the pressure. They should feel the heat from everybody because this team is the best constructed it's been in years. Their star players are at the point in their careers where they are mature enough now to know how to play the game, to know what's important, to want to win a championship. They've dealt with the heartbreak of being right there multiple times and blowing it. They now have players on their team who are hungry to win, and they have players on the team who have won and know what it takes to win. So they're a veteran team. They have championship aspirations, so I'm taking them over the Suns. The Suns are stacked, by the way, out in the West. We don't have to worry about the West as much, but it's either Denver, Phoenix. I mean, those are my two frontrunners out West, so I just – Toss the Suns in there. And um, I think it'll be a super entertaining series. But I'm going to go with the Celtics. Uh, and final answer. And if and if I'm wrong, that's not a me problem. That's a Celtics problem. That's I, I should be right here. If they're wrong, don't watch that show. Do not watch the show where they're eliminated. <laughs> Do not watch that show. Don't watch it. We're moving to Sherrod. Yeah. Champ, six games. Who's your Who's your opponent, Sherrod? Uh-huh. We've got the Phoenix Suns. Mm. My teammate. It's my quarterback. Great mind, Sherrod. A lot, of, a lot of love for the Suns here. What's that? A lot of love for the Suns. Well, I, I just, I mean, I just think once you get to the postseason, uh, it, I don't think there are teams out west that collectively defend well enough to be able to contain and, and corral. Bill, Booker, and Durant. I just okay. I, I don't think so. They're yeah. too damn lethal. Um, and to the point that John made earlier about Jalen Brown not making all NBA, I could see Devin Booker being in that boat too. Uh, a guy that averages maybe instead of 26, 27 points, maybe averages 22, 23, and maybe averages six, seven, eight assists. Now nah, he's and, a killer. He's, he's yeah, he's. I mean, he is, but I, I my gut tells me he's going to defer to some degree to Bradley and to. Katie. That'd be a tough matchup for Boston team that really spaces you out. I know they got the yes. big center, but it can go small probably and try to get Porzingis off the court. That's going to be a question when the time comes: is how matchup proof is Porzingis's defense? Because you know it's a long time ago now, but 2020, Lillard was stepping right into those threes, and he really couldn't do anything about it. Mm, true true yeah um yeah i'm uh, you know it's all right me and sherrod uh, both got, have them as champions who's that who's next i'm not sure let's see who's next um oh my god whoa janice this would be something thing too i can't see the warriors there warriors yeah what's up with that the last stand what year is it it's the last stand of the warriors Okay, calls to this split up it. the Jays will be deafening when the Celtics go down 3-2 to the Miami Heat in round one. They rally, take that series, 
Finals rematch with Golden State featuring starting center Robert Williams. Acquired <laughs> a deadline deal with Portland. I'm unable to watch or cover any games due to my hey, will be on the heat. Weeks later, people tell me the Celtics won. I don't know how to feel. Yeah, that, that's that's actually pretty accurate. <laughs> so everybody's picking the Celtics here. <laughs> that's it. That's what I'm I'm picking the Celtics. Well, wait. And obviously, yeah. We got one more. Where's Bobby's? Oh, I mean, it has to be. Uh, let me see Everyone's here. Everyone's picking the Celtics. It's, it's got to be a clean sweep, right? Bobby picks the... Oh, my God, Bobby! Whoa, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Bobby, you've so outdone yourself. We were now so you have good. to go... Bobby, now you have to go the whole year cheering against the Celtics. Congratulations. Not the whole year, June. Okay. We'll see you in June. This Nuggets seems really good. You saw it again tonight. Jokic, there's still levels it. to this. You know, Tatum's got to... YouTube, get closer to that level. He doesn't have to become Jokic, but there's going to be a load of a match when it comes to it. I think I think we all would have picked Nuggets last year. I know different teams and all that, if, if that's what it came to, but they're the team to beat. They should be. I'm surprised they're not the favorites on FanDuel, but I've got to see it, Jimmy. Before, right before you got on the show here, I said I just have a little bit of pause here, and I don't know why. Maybe because it's just been all positives through camp, and there's got to be something that this team has to overcome. They're not just going to roll through the league. And when things get tight late in games, right in the playoffs, you still have to see this team come through. They had a lot of talent last year, Jimmy. Talent wasn't an issue. It was the two stars getting it done when the time Execution was an issue. Yep. And I think they've done what they can to address that. That's, That's my reasoning for changing. Now, you're right, Bobby. We all need to still see it. I mean, halfway through the year... I reserve the right to completely change my pick if they suck. But this is my bold prediction right now, based on what I've seen and based on the way the roster is constructed. I'm riding with this Celtics team. They are. It's it's their. It's their. I love you know. These, I love they, these comments. If they choose to disappoint, then they choose to disappoint. But that, that's where I'm going with it. Bobby, turn in your credentials. And turn in your badge. You do not yeah. love this. You do yeah. not love the Celtics enough Give me to those cover pom-poms. this team. This is why the uh, the Horford jersey came down, I guess. Trade your pom-poms in <laughs> once and for all, okay? You are not qualified. Those are for you and Jimmy when you to go to the game. Job. I know. That's what happens to Bobby. You know, which, see, game I'm, see you know which game I got tickets to? Is it Denver? Marcus. Uh, good choice. Bob, Bobby's jaded now. He's I a reporter. Yeah. He's jaded. He's picking them. To, he thinks they're going to lose. He thinks they're going to fold under pressure. I'm a big softie underneath all of this bullshit. By the way, John literally picked that game so he could boo Marcus's return. (laughs) (laughs) If you hear any boos in the crowd, John literally... You ever see the office where Michael Scott goes to the play? (laughs) Where he goes to see... um, Anyone watch The Office? Uh, Yeah, I've watched him, but I don't remember that. Yeah, He went to go see a a performance of Sweeney Todd where he didn't get a callback for the lead, and this guy's giving this great performance, and there's only one guy booing at the end. (laughs) Michael, that's gonna be me at Marcus. No. <laughs> totally. Um, but uh, no, no, no. I'm going to that fan time, and you know, the Nuggets. I'll be down in Memphis too next month. Yeah, I'm gonna sabotage the video. I'm gonna be in the back walking in Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you're in New York, Joe Sway and I will be on the streets tomorrow looking to interview fans. Keep an eye oh, that out. That should be fun. Maybe some Celtics fans right here. We'll we'll hear from the Knicks fans. See if the league's scared of Boston. And then we'll have the game for you out here. Post game, all the rest. What street are you going to be on? 
Uh, we'll be around MSG. They're shooting around there in the morning, so we'll just pop outside and see if we see any Knicks jerseys. Any New Yorkers can jerseys. be tough, Bobby. Be careful out there, you and Joe Sway. I know. You say the wrong thing. A, too bad we don't have vomit looking out for us. Yeah, so that's it. Bobby did it. Couldn't pull the trigger. It was close. Bobby, no, I have some pause, right? And Bobby, you know, I got to see them get it done. I have a lot Bobby of confidence bold. in this team, but the well, Nuggets back. The Nuggets are I think that I think people are overlooking them again a little bit somehow. I don't think so. They they're rolled just, just to the in title Denver. last year. They're just the champions. They played they played great team basketball last year. And we, I mean, would they all, they beat the Heat 4-1, right? Yeah, but the Heat weren't any good. They just they're beat up on the a Celtics. weaker team. They just no, they weren't. They just beat up on a weaker, mentally weaker team. Talent wise, they weren't fair that enough. Good. Um, I think we all saw. I would say three quarters of the way through the year. I know I did because that's when I put my futures bet on Denver. That they were playing very connected basketball, and that's what got them through the playoffs and ultimately a title because they were playing as a team. Celtics do need to still prove to do that, Bobby. You are raise your hand if you predicted at the beginning of the season that the Nuggets were the team. Was it you? Yeah. I don't know if that, I did, but that was my that was my team. The Nuggets. Was it? Was it? Yes. Did I like the Nuggets. Did you win any money on them though? No, I don't do that. Scared money don't make none. I know. No, but the Nuggets. Uh, that I, I liked them early on. I thought they'd pull it all together. I mean. Uh, but they still actually got a level higher than I thought that they were going to get. And they were unreal. Re- really, really good. Really connected. Jokic's like, playoffs were all time. I mean, he's just he, – It's. have you ever – you know, like I know everyone like freaks over MVP debates. Have you ever seen one – I've never seen an MVP race like this. Everyone was like, MB deserves it, MB deserves it, MB deserves it. He's a worthy guy. And then like as soon as he won, everyone's like – Jokic is obviously the best player in the league by far, right? Like, right. it's like then all of like the the ratings came out about who the best players are, and like Jokic just won, 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 and Embiid like lost a few spots. People like, got bullied out of out of voting for they Jokic. Got bullied out of vo- voting for Jokic, and again, uh, I always said like, let's, you know, in year one, year two, I'm like, I don't know, man, Giannis. Like, I know that Jokic has the metrics, but Giannis is like the best offensive and best defensive player. Is it really that big a slam dunk? Last year was probably the biggest slam dunk of all for Jokic, and he didn't win it. But then you just watch him, and you're like, he just does everything. He's miles ahead of everybody out there. It's, yeah. a, it's amazing to watch it. He's just uh, – he's unbelievable. He had what tonight? So he's your yeah. MVP prediction, John, is Jokic, it sounds like? It, uh, it has to uh, – Jokic will win just because everyone will be like, yeah, we we, we, we should have gotten to him last yeah. year. John, 29, 13, and 11 tonight. I know. And he does that every night. Every night. What, Again, um, what was it, the final score? What did what did LeBron do tonight? He had oh, twenty-one, eight, and five. Yeah, pretty good. Still doing lost by twelve. Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, class. Denver's going to be there, I think. I don't know about Warriors and Suns. We'll see. He's crazy. Anyway, we're good. Well, like Warriors we and Suns are playing right now. We're yeah. back at it tomorrow. Go check out the Warriors. So you you see all seven o'clock tomorrow. By the way, a little bit of an earlier tip off. Which is oh, good. Wow. We'll be here immediately after the game, so make sure you check us out, CLNS Media. Follow us on all of our social channels. Um, and, uh, you know, here we go. Ready to go. One of 82 starts hey, tomorrow. Welcome back, fellas. Let's get it. Let's do it. Another Thank one you in the- guys. Yep. Let's do it. We'll see you guys all tomorrow. You and 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 and, and many, many more. Tell tell all your friends. Let's get tell it rolling. Tell your friends, friends. Tell your Night girlfriends. One. Thank you, guys.
CLNS Media Network is powered by FanDuel. Sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston and get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. 